This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. So I'm delving deep into the tariffs that China is levying against America in retaliation to the tariffs that America leveled against China. And as I'm examining who's going to win this battle, as an American, of course, I'm rooting for America. But America has a disadvantage. America has a leader that doesn't have the character, doesn't have the background, doesn't have the fortitude to actually win this fight. And I'm not saying this because I'm anti-Trump or anything like that. I'm just looking at the facts. And as I look at the leader of China, I see a man that has gone through some things that can weather this storm, and he is not wavering. As a matter of fact, um, when the whole Trump said, I'm the best negotiator in the world, and I'm going to you know, make China bend, uh, Xi was like, not only am I not bending, I see you and I raise you 25% which now is gonna impact America in so many different arenas. Retailers are gonna be suffering. Macy's is already on its last leg. It's like waving a, a flag like help. Um, <laughs> and Walmart and other stores are now gonna have to make some adjustments because America doesn't make anything. That's the other problem. Most of its goods comes from outside of the country. And let's take footwear, for example, 72% comes from China. So who's gonna win this battle just on paper? I'm looking at an imbalanced situation. But as I delve into the character, and this podcast today is about character, so I'm using the, the tariff in China and Trump and Xi, Ping, Xi Jinping as an example of how character plays out. So we know Trump, right? We just saw um, his taxes for the last 10 years, which showed that he's like billions and billions of dollars in, into debt, right? We know that he has bankrupted six companies. We know that he has borrowed money and not paid it back. He has hired people and not paid them. We know that over his lifespan as a businessman, I'm putting up air quotes, his greatest form of business has been marketing and selling, selling lies mostly, whether we're talking about his university or his stakes or his ties, selling something that's not real, that's not good, that's not tangible, but somehow making people believe that it is. On the other side of the equation, you have a man, his name is Xi Jinping. Now, they're actually mirrors. They're both Geminis. You know, I don't get too caught up. Actually, I do a little bit into the Zodiacs, but they're both Geminis. So they, they operate similarly, which could be dangerous for Trump because here's the disadvantage that he has. Xi Jinping, his father was kind of a revolutionary type of dude. He actually, for the People's Republic of China, his father held a series of posts in that organization, including he was the propaganda chief, he was the vice premier, he was the vice chairman of the National People's Congress, and but he was also kind of this revolutionary person. In 1966, the Cultural Revolution um, hit, and Xi's father, Xi's father got swept up and he actually got arrested because he was accused of you know, riling up the children, the students to criticize and fight their teachers. So they came and arrested him. So Xi watched his father get arrested. Um, his sister got killed when they came in and ransacked his home. And his mother was forced to denounce her husband. And his father was paraded before a crowd as an enemy of the revolution. Xi was 15 when his father was in prison, and during this cultural revolution, um, he wouldn't see his father again for four years, not even seeing his father. 
and he was sent to work in a village. He ran away from there because he wasn't used to rural life because he was kind of like a little privileged starting out. But his life took a big turn when his dad left. So Xi ran away to Beijing. He was arrested, sent to work camp um, where he had to dig ditches. And when he left there, he became the party branch secretary, right? So um, Xi's time spent in that work camp made him connect with people in the village. And it made him connect with real, normal, regular, everyday peasants. And it was the thing that gave him that dual ability to be able to lead. He worked for six years digging ditches with other peasants. And he wasn't a peasant. He actually came from a very aristocratic family. But this humbled him, but it also put him in a place of empathy. He developed a good relationship with them. And it's one of the things that is credited with his rise because he had enough empathy with the working class people of his country to be able to make laws and form a government around considering them, which rarely happens. Trump, on the other hand, comes from a place of entitlement. He's never had to actually consider anybody other than himself. This is a man that will walk on an airplane with an umbrella and doesn't even know how to put the umbrella down because somebody's always doing, he just dropped it on the ground, like somebody's gonna get that. Who does that? Someone who's entitled, who's never had to build their character. From a little boy, he was always doted on by his mom, his father put him in a position that he didn't earn. How do you take over a major real estate company with no background, with no, other than just being born into that family? He didn't go to school for that, he didn't learn, and he went to school, he won't release his grades because he didn't apply himself. He's suing his schools to not release his grades, Trump is, because his grades would indicate somebody that did not apply themselves in school. Xi, from China on the other hand, after working six years in a work camp, he went to school for four years, studied chemical engineering at one of the greatest universities in China. And as a worker, peasant, soldier, student, that was his title, worker, peasant, soldier, student, he ended up leaving that place with enough to learn about the People's Liberation Army and get involved in government. And Xi served as secretary when his father finally got out of prison, served as secretary for his father's former sub subordinate, and then he was vice premier, and then secretary general, and then he also went into the military and gained that experience. On the other hand, you have Trump, who had five deferments, would not fight for his country, would not fight for the United States of America. Five deferments, including bone spurs. <laughs> bone spurs, he had every excuse in the world to not go and fight for the United States of America, yet he is our leader. Again, I, I, I want America to win, but it's a hard thing when you look at character, which is what we're talking about right now. On one hand, you have somebody who's been through a lot, experienced a lot. I don't know all that happened, but he talks about his experiences, G, I'm talking about and how it shaped him to be the leader that he is. Again, started on top, <laughs> ended up watching his father, you know, lose everything, came and ran away, served six years in a, in a work camp, left there, went to college, went into government, went into the military, and became a part of Chinese delegation, Chinese, the Chinese delegation to study US agriculture. So he's not coming into America without an understanding. We have on the other side, a man that won't even read his briefings. He won't even read about these countries. He doesn't even know anything about the inner workings of China, is what he calls it. Yet he's negotiating. How do you negotiate without information? 
She studied U.S. agriculture, so he knows when he hits us with that soybean levy, with that soybean tariff, with that embargo, you know, when he's like, okay, I'm not taking any more soybean, he knows what impact that's going to have on America. Soybeans, pork, all, he knows that that's crippling to the American economy. Trump's out there, I'm going to do this and this and that. He hits, hits them with a levy that impacts us. He hits them with a, we're not going to take any more steel and, and, and aluminum. Well, guess what happened? Our washing machines and cars now cost more. This doesn't make any sense. So I, this is not a partisan conversation. This is about character and leadership. And ultimately, as we talk about these things, I want us to be more informed and have these conversations more in, in, nuanced and intellectual as opposed to emotional. Listen, I'm American, true and true. I want us to win. But we can't win as long as we keep electing leaders who do not have the background to actually contend with the people that they need to contend with in the world. And globally, Xi Jinping has all of the markings of a good leader. Let me even, he went even further. After he did all of this stuff, work camp, school, military, he then went back to school and got a postgraduate degree. He has a doctorate in law. Okay? He's got a law degree. He didn't have to do any of these things, but if you're going to lead, you should have a breadth of knowledge of a lot of things. So we're up against something right now. I don't know how this is going to end, but I'm going to keep the message the same. Take care of your money. <laughs> Be really, really um, prudent. Make sure that you save and take care of the things that you have. But also, you know, as people, be mindful that character matters. And whether we're electing leaders or whether we're living our own lives in our own workplaces, strive to be better because it will give you an advantage. I believe that Xi Jinping has an advantage right now over America, and it's not because China is badass. It's because this man put his time and energy and work into developing his character. So with that, I want to say thank you for joining me today. Thank you for supporting me. Let me know what you think. Hit me up on Twitter, at Karen Hunter. Ask me a question. On Sundays, I'm going to be answering questions. Uh, until next time. <laughs>